in college. How'd that work out? There you go. And, and yeah. you know, I think this is year seven for Beck and I, which is kind of crazy that's been seven you years Beck now. You Beck stick around for that long? Yeah. And yeah. he hadn't taken a bye week yet this year. No, one, no one raise either, in. Sean. Can you believe that? I'm still here. Yeah, we don't give raises. Hey, I'm proud, of, I'm proud of you, pal. Keep it up. Yeah, so we're going to talk a little bit about uh, the name change. Obviously, that's been a big topic of discussion going from yeah, Lady Texter to Bulldogs. We'll talk a little bit about not only conference realignment, just really the college athletics landscape and uh, all the different uh, dynamics at play. Uh, not only through football, which obviously dominates a lot of the conversation. We'll get into the 2023 season. We're going to pick wins and losses. Uh, can't promise that we're not going to pick Tech to win 10 games, but I think we're a little they under They wouldn't that. be believe Tech blue if you did. Exactly. And then at 7 o'clock, Sonny Cumbie will join us uh, to discuss the upcoming season. Uh, just 11 days away, uh, like we talked about earlier, it, it feels like it's finally football season, preseason football in the NFL, and then college football cranking up as well. All jokes aside, and, and, and I'll give my prediction when we get close to it, but looking at the schedule, looking at this league, I do think Western Kentucky is going to be very good. Uh, luckily, the Bulldogs get them at home. I think that's the premier game. You get them on national television on a Thursday night. Liberty, obviously, they've got more resources than Carter's got pills. It's ridiculous. That's a dated reference for those who get it. And I do think Middle Tennessee is going to be good again. But I, I, I think that um, Jacksonville State could be a bit of a surprise this year with everything they've got coming back. But I have a hard time looking at the schedule. I'm not saying 10-2, far from it. But I have a hard time seeing this team not at least go 500. Yeah, and I think we're going to talk about, obviously, the schedule. I think most importantly for Louisiana Tech, you look at the first four or five weeks of the season, uh, obviously open with FIU. Week two, you go to SMU. You know How do they look with a new quarterback in Preston Stone? Hi, I'm calling it. We're winning on a Hail Mary at <laughs> SMU. Bold take. Well, <laughs> uh, then you got a home game against Northwestern State, a home game against North Texas. I mean, three of the first four at home. I think it's important that Louisiana Tech gets off to a fast start. And, and like you said, when you get into conference play, uh, I think Western Kentucky's the clear-cut favorite. I saw a report out of Lynchburg today. Uh, Liberty's still running four quarterbacks, even reps, so they got some uncertainty at the quarterback position. Uh, I saw Middle Tennessee's going to start a redshirt sophomore uh, that's played a little bit back in 2021 but doesn't have a whole lot of experience. I think the, t- the team that I think is a little bit underrated is New Mexico State. I, I think Jerry Kill's done such yeah, a done great a job. job. And, and then you talk about you don't know what to expect from a Jacksonville State moving up. You don't know what to expect from a Sam Houston. So Are I, they even – I'm going back to James Madison. Are They're just now making the move. Are yeah. they two, two years can't win the league or go Correct. to a bowl game? I, that's I, the stupidest – I, well, well, see, I read they can't win the league, but they can make it to a bowl game. And I, I was like, well, that's kind of odd, but I, I don't really know the specifics. James Madison could would have won the East last year in the Sun yeah. Belt had they been. They, so they couldn't, and they couldn't go to a bowl game because of that archaic rule. Yeah, we switched leagues like 79 times, and everything's fine. But if you FCS to FBS with 87 okay. bowl games, like, eh, not happening. Well, let me just tell you this as we get out of here today. A great way to start the 2023 football season is if you win the prize pack put together by Marsala Beverage. Um, It includes a 65-inch Samsung TV, a griddle, a big, the biggest big green egg, Bud Light Bluetooth speaker, refrigerator folding chairs, and cornhole boards. You will be the hero of your tailgate if you win this. All you have to do, 
Go to your favorite local retailer and scan that QR code, and you are in the mix to win the ultimate tailgate package worth up to $5,000. That is uh, that's John Tabor-type money. So that will do it for us today. Great stuff, B.C. Beck. Look forward to hearing from you. For Tabes, for B.C., I'm Fox. We'll see you tomorrow at 3 o'clock for another edition of The Company. This has been The Sports Company with Sean Fox, presented by Bud Light. Come back every weekday, 3 to 6 p.m. for more Sports Company on Sports Talk 977. As everybody knows, we're counting down to kickoff. Football is right around the corner, and this August, Marsala Beverage and Bud Light are bringing you the chance to win the ultimate backyard tailgate package. It includes everything you need to enjoy the game in your own backyard, including a 65-inch Samsung TV, a Blackstone griddle, a Big Green Egg grill, Bud Light Bluetooth speaker, a Bud Light refrigerator, Bud Light folding chairs, and cornhole boards. Over five thousand dollars in prizes when you visit your favorite retail account look for the program details scan the qr code for your chance to win and you can also go to sports talk 97.7's facebook page for your chance to register must be 21 to participate no purchase necessary winner will be selected september 1st courtesy of marsala beverage and bud light Being in the Army National Guard is about more than serving your country. It's about being there for your community when your neighbors need you most. The Army National Guard makes college affordable, and serving part-time can help you graduate debt-free. Do you want to stay close to friends and family? The Guard allows you to serve close to home. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard lets you have the life you want. Learn more by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Louisiana Army National Guard. Aired by the Louisiana Association of Broadcasters and this station. Injured in an accident? Call Creed and Creed in Monroe for local experienced representation. This is KNBB Dubach Rustin Monroe 97.7. It's time for the Louisiana National Bank Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show. This is your source for Louisiana Tech Sports News. For the next 90 minutes, Bleed Tech Blue Radio goes deep inside football, basketball, and recruiting. Tonight's show on Sports Talk 97.7 is also brought to you by courtesy automotive group walpole tire dairy queen text us at 888-993-7762 here's your host ben carlisle bleed at tech blue radio bc beck haynes john Tabor, sports talk 97.7 we're back for season 16 appreciate you joining us on this summery feeling tuesday evening Sports Talk 97.7. Of course, you can call us 
Or you can text us, 888-993-7762. like to thank our title sponsor, Louisiana National Bank. Uh, I'd also like to thank Dairy Queen, The Dugout. Beck, have you been over to The Dugout yet? No, I haven't. haven't. Pretty good food. Pretty good. Yeah, like it. Uh, Walpole Tire and Courtesy Automotive. Couldn't do it without you guys. Dollar tacos at The Dugout on Tuesdays. (laughs) Tabes, you made your way to The Dugout. Oh, it's a Tabes favorite. Absolutely. I've been twice this week. (laughs) It's a Tabes special. Taco Tuesday. Uh, Beck, it's good to be back. Good to see you. It's like riding a bike, Ben. You know, you just never forget. Never forget. It feels like just yesterday. Well, we, we would probably... take the training wheels off of you this year. No, <laughs> let me come back from a break or something. <laughs> what do we have? What we have? What two months of shows after the end of the season last year? Yep. Uh, looking to possibly go throughout baseball season this year. Oh, new addition to Blue Tape Blue Radio. We will love that. Uh, yeah. Probably will. Uh, probably won't. Whew. But. Uh, I was thinking about it. Just mentioned it was Sean. It's kind of crazy that you and I have been doing this for seven years. Have now. I been doing this seven years? Yeah, I mean, you started with me, didn't? you? No, I think I, I think you at least went a year without me. No, I think I only went a couple shows. A couple shows. Yep. Wow, seven years. You're a savvy vet at this point. A savvy vet. I just used to be killing so, it. As I used the to stat be so guy. nervous. Just killing it as the stat guy. I just felt like I had. To know what I was talking about, and then five, six, seven shows in the season, Ben, you just realize you don't have to know much at all. You really Sitting don't. next to you. That's right. You're a wealth of uh, knowledge. I want to start off the show. I, I want to thank all of our subscribers, our supporters. You might have seen on social media over the last three or four days, ran a pretty big promo, uh, offered the, the site for $23 for an entire year. I uh, got a lot of tremendous feedback. Obviously, BC did an excellent job. Did you get any negative feedback? A uh, little bit. Didn't like the uh, marketing aspect. Thought I had a bigger announcement than I did, but hey. We can we can dive into that. It's all business, isn't it? That's what you say. It's it all was, business. Uh, yeah, that, you know, some people in the BTB room thought it was a little... Maybe some realignment. Yeah. Don't know I, why they I thought mean, I was the, ahead of Brett McMurphy. The personal text line was a blowing up. Yeah, mine too. <laughs> hey, what what is it? Is, is we get a new player, coach? What's going on? Skip coming back? Like I got I got it all. Bradshaw coming back to quarterback the boys Psych, this year. It's just a deal on BTB. But I want to say thank you to all our supporters out there. Poised for another uh, exciting year for Louisiana Tech. Obviously, season opener 11 days away, August the 26th. Uh, Bulldogs will get going at home against FIU. That's in week zero game. It's an 8 p.m. kickoff on CBS Sports Network. Uh, we'll have you covered for Bleed Tech Blue Radio starting this week. We're going to run this puppy at least through the month of February, like I said, hoping to get on the air uh, during baseball season as well. Of course, you might have heard Tech will be playing a few midweek games in the month of October, so schedule will shift, but we'll be sure uh, to give you a nice heads up yeah. on those yeah. weeks. I'm really looking forward to getting into the schedule for a couple of reasons. Got a lot of new teams. This year, yeah. Casey, I know. I can't wait to play. Guess the mascot for you. Oh, and I promise, for the integrity of the show, I will not look. No, and you're not. No, I'm not letting. But you. aside from the new, the new teams that we will generate some rival rivalrousness. You think we'll yeah. generate some rivalry? <laughs> I mean, why not? They're two thousand miles away. I mean, how 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 could we not? Thrilling, man? thrilling. But I'm also very excited about the days of the week we're playing. Gotten a lot of mixed reviews. Well, we're going to get into it. We're going to get into it. I'm just teasing it. Yeah, I'm just teasing you, it. You and I are optimistic about midweek games. Oh, 
Like, I love it. I, I, There's the teaser. Big, I love it. Big fan myself. So let, let's go back. Last time we were on the air back in February, uh, Brookstore, Talvin Hester were in the middle portions of their basketball season. Both those programs kind of sputtered to the finish line in a sense. Uh, lots of optimism surrounding Lane Burrow's squad. Whew. Looking, Pro, no, probably, arguably the most optimism maybe ever, ever. Yeah, I, fair to say for the Diamond Dogs. Um, season didn't exactly go how we anticipated it to go, which hey, live to fight another day. But I want to ask you. So you you think about how baseball season ended. You think about basketball. Talvin Hester's team finished fifteen and eighteen overall. Wasn't great. Football season or football program. Three and nine the last two years, like six and eighteen in your last twenty four, not great. Not not good. Yeah. Not great. Um, and, and I kind of wanted to get into the discussion: Are we a little bit more optimistic than we might have been a season ago, or back in February? Are you feeling better about Tech's athletic programs as a whole? I mean, it's interesting how you how you switch how you switch from. You know, football goes bad, and you're like, oh, I just can't wait for baseball. Yeah. And then baseball goes, you have high expectations for baseball. I mean, still a decent season, but, you know, again, we had high expectations, and that kind of starts to fade halfway through the year. And you start hearing some rumblings about who Tech may be getting for football. Yeah, it like, creates a little more Okay, optimism. whoa, now I'm excited for football. Yep. You know, it's just the, ever, the ever-evolving the ever rotation of excitement as a fan. So I'm very thankful we have the buzz around football that we do. I agree. I think we needed that after two, three, and nine seasons. We sure did. Are we suckers? Probably. We always are. Let's go to the hotline. Joined by Bama Jim. Bama Jim, what you got for us? What you say, BC? How much? How are you? Oh, man, just wanted to be one of the first ones to call you and tell you I'm glad you're back on the air. We are happy to hear from you, Jim, and uh, we are excited to be back on the air. Football season right around the corner. Where's that fella named Becky? No, I'm right here, Jim. What you got? Hey, my nickname growing up was Peck. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> don't close. Tell don't tell nobody that. I won't tell a soul. Oh, well, Tabor heard it, so he'll tell everybody. <laughs> Tabor's, he's already got it on Facebook, Jim. You believe that? <laughs> hey, man, I'm pulling for them bulldogs. I really am. Yep, hope, hoping for a quality season to see the dogs back in a bowl game. In every sport. I don't mean just football. I mean baseball, basketball, women's softball, women's basketball, volleyball, hell, bowling. All of them. I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. Let's go with it. Hey, I'll let y'all go and talk to more folks, man. Good to talk to you, BC. Beck. Appreciate it, Jim. Hey, Beck. When's the last time, Beck, you've been to Alaska? Ooh, probably three years ago, Jim. Okay, I got a I got a neighbor up here. He salmon fishes up there every year. But anyway, y'all have a great day. Appreciate Thank you, Jim. It, Jim. Have a good one. So, so back to this. You made a good point. Like we're we're suckers for optimism, and it just it doesn't take much. I mean. It doesn't. Like, you tell me, Hank Bachmeyer, I'm like, here we go. I watched one highlight video. I'm like, God, we're back. It's, it's nine wins. It oh, is possible. Yeah. Oh, we're back. And that's why, hey, that's why we're getting into picking wins and losses tonight. 
I told Sean I wouldn't go down the 10 win rabbit hole. You're close. And we do this every we're twenty. And, we're 22 minutes away from me maybe going down that rabbit hole. Ben, I mean, every year we, to, we, we, we know it's coming. But even looking back at last year, I almost went back and listened to our first show just to see where know, we were at. See where we were at. But, but I already know what we said. And what did we, say we, won, we won three, right, last yep. year. Two overtime losses. I just want to, yeah, I want to say we weren't that far from six wins. We really, we really were not that far. And you we loved, weren't. To, we weren't. you love to say we need a couple things to go our way. Probably needed to stay healthier, which that's a big part of things going your way. Probably needed a little more team speed. I think Parker was on the way. He was on the way. We're getting better every week. What could have been? Sounds like you're living in the past. What could have been? And I can't believe it. So we're hoping for more dog W's on the gridiron here in 2023. I uh, got a big show planned for you. Uh, coming up in the next segment, we'll talk a little bit about conference realignment, uh, the the college athletics landscape as a whole. Uh, I don't know. You know, Are you optimistic? Are you pessimistic? I think at this point, it feels like we've been talking realignment for two years now, three no, years. Super lost. You're gonna yeah, have to give there, it. There's so many different moving pieces, and, and we're gonna talk about the G5's relation to the Power Five, Power Four. I don't know what you call the Pac-12 right now. Uh, they're certainly spinning their wheels. They look like Conference USA looked a year ago. But we'll, we'll get into that coming up at six thirty and six forty-five. We'll dive into Tech's twenty twenty-three schedule. We'll pick our wins. We'll pick our losses. And uh, BC might dive into the old lock of the year. Already took a year off from lock of the year last you year. Was it too confident? Was it UTSA that really burned you? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Man, they, back they, in twenty twenty-one, and they still roast me on. I was going to uh, say they they kept the receipts on that. Do we call it Twitter or are we calling it X? There's. They, we, uh, it's Twitter on my phone. Okay, we're going to call it okay, Twitter. call it Twitter. Yeah, they, they still come after me. They probably have your tweet hung up in the locker room. You know how, like, Notre Dame has play like a champion? They have one of your tweets up there. Well, I actually think it originated back when Frank Harris was a freshman, and now he's in his eighth year, so, yeah. Oh. I think seventh, but, yeah, been there a while. Been there a while. Yeah, seven-year vet of college football. Gotta love it. Then coming up at 7 o'clock, head coach of the Bulldogs, Sonny Cumbie, will join us. Excited to... Talk a little Bulldog football with him. Then at 7.15, of course, we'll wrap it up uh, by putting a bow on the show. Of course, you can get us on the hotline or the text line, 888 Real quick, before we get to our first break, Beck, uh, don't know if you saw it. I'm sure you did. Uh, been a lot of discussion. Louisiana Tech Athletics Director Eric Wood sent out a press release last week. Louisiana Tech's going to do away with the Lady Texters moniker. That's okay. how you describe it. Okay. Everyone outside of the women's basketball program will now be the Bulldogs. Big deal, little deal, no deal. You ask your me? thoughts. Uh, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be super honest with you. I knew the women's basketball was Lady Texters. I don't know that I knew anybody else was Lady Texters. Kind of how I feel. So I I don't I don't hate it. Not a disrespect can, can you, to those no, other programs no. either. Can you talk about the the reasoning behind the move? I mean, obviously, Lady Texters is a brand and it has a lot of history tied to it. So you can't you can't switch yeah, that up. And, and kind of from was it what, was softball and soccer Lady Texters too? Yes. Okay. Uh, volleyball, bowling, all of them. Yes. Well. And, and so kind of what we've been able to gather over the last week to ten days is, uh, this has been an ongoing discussion. For a number of years now. And and I think it really 
relates back to the, whether it's the softball program or the soccer program, whatever program it is, I think they kind of want to have more of an identity as far as like, you know, what is a lady texter? Like, I don't know that when they ask those questions, they got an answer from a student athlete standpoint that was maybe suitable mm. to whatever uniform they were putting on. And I get that. Yeah, I think I knew they were lady texters, but I, I wouldn't say I didn't know they like weren't Bulldogs. Because I think they still do the Bulldog yeah, thing. Yeah, absolutely. And I think they wanted to be able to stand behind a mascot, so to speak. And, right. and my whole thing was this. We're all aware about Brooks Stores women's basketball program and the history that they have with the national championships and the final fours and this and that and all the famous players uh, for so many years. And I kind of related it to this. And like I said, I don't think this means any sort of disrespect to the softball program or, or to the soccer program. Obviously, they were in favor of making this move or the move wouldn't have been made. But I always said, if my daughter's going to school and the women's basketball program was going to be coming to school for whatever reason, I would say the lady texters are coming. Right, I would too. And if it was the softball program... I would say, hey, the Tech softball team's coming to school today. Right, yep. The Tech soccer team's coming. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I, I, that's why I don't think it's that big of a move. And I might get some pushback on that. I don't know. But I don't think it's a huge move in that I don't think anybody ever identified anyone other than the women's basketball program as the Lady Texters. I think you and I may have just talked about it more than a lot of people even thought about it. Yeah, and like that's why... And, like, I get it. Like, it's a good talking point. It, it, it brings a lot of candid discussion. Right. One of those behind-the-scene things that kind of cleans things up a little bit. And, and honestly, quite frankly, and listen, we're in a day and age where social media dominates everything. Right or wrong. Like, right or wrong. Raising kids in this world, I'm like, gosh, I hope they never get on social media. But it almost feels like one of those things where it's like, if you're Eric Wood. And th- this is my opinion. Hey, uh... We're switching from Lady Textures to Bulldogs. Y'all good? We good? All right. Sounds good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you almost wish you didn't have to release a press release just because it's probably not that big of a deal. But, I mean, any chance, any chance you, you have put to. yourself out there. You have like, to. Yeah, and you're, and you're going to get some criticism. But anyway, we just kind of want to give a little bit of our thoughts on that topic. Uh, I guess we could say... When we get to the Joe next Saturday night, when we start chanting, we are Bulldogs, mm. it's going to be lit because we can all relate in the same way. Listen to Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Of course, you can get us on the hotline or the text line, 888 Come back from the break. We get into conference realignment. Talk some college athletics. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Sports Talk 97.7. At Louisiana National Bank, you're more than just a number. You're a part of a team. This is Anna Robertson with The Lady Texters. Louisiana National Bank is committed to making every interaction with its customers and communities an experience that's noticeably different and more exceptional than any they've ever encountered. If you're looking for a teammate to help you achieve your financial dreams, come see one of LNB's Uncommon Bankers or visit online at ln.bank. Equal housing lender member FDIC. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, where you'll find seven of the leading brands, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram, two pre-owned lots, 
local qualified service departments you can rely on. You can shop 24-7 online at buycourtesy.com for all seven brands plus pre-owns. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, Ruston. Hey, DQ fans, ready for Backyard Barbecue Bliss? One bite of that new Backyard Bacon Ranch Signature Stack Burger will send you there. Bacon, barbecue, and house-made Hidden Valley Ranch and onion rings pack full cookout flavor in just one burger. Only at participating DQ locations where happy tastes good. Hidden Valley is a registered trademark of the HV Food Products Company and used under license by AMDQ Corp. All the scores, all the plays, all the playmakers. We will rewind the week in high school football Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. on the High School Football Rewind Show. This is Mark Kramer. Join me as we break down what happened in high school football Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. for the High School Football Rewind on your home for sports in North Louisiana, 97.7. Don't have time to keep up with Louisiana Tech sports the way you'd like to? No worries, just listen to Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. BC, Beckett, Scott Tabor, Sports Talk 97.7. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Season 16 kicks off on this Tuesday evening. Appreciate you joining us. Of course, as always, have the podcast up after the show. Uh, mentioned in the first segment, Louisiana Tech only 11 days away from its season opener. But I, I think we'd be remiss if we didn't touch at least a little bit on conference realignment. Uh, has really dominated the summer. It's really dominated the last two years of college athletics. We interviewed Tech Athletics Director Eric Wood on Sports Talk 97.7 about a month ago in the sports company. Uh, really interesting discussion with him. Here's what I'll say about conference realignment. I guess the latest movement that we've seen, obviously Colorado goes back to the Big 12 first. Uh, it then triggers Arizona, Arizona State, Utah. They're like, hey, heading to the Big 12. Uh, Oregon and Washington are like, hey, out here, Pac-12, need a lifeline. Oh, yep, going to the Big 10. Really want to square off with Ohio State and Michigan on the reg. Yep. Got to love an 11 a.m. kick in Ann Arbor, 9 a.m. local time in Eugene. Uh, Now we're down to, I believe, four teams remaining in the Pac-12. So they're the Pac-4. And I think a lot of people are wondering, all right, you know, what's this mean for college athletics as a whole? I think one thing that we can definitively say, the SEC and the Big Ten, whatever schools that they ultimately end up with, they're going to be the best two leagues. I think that's fair to say. Yep. Beyond that, I think there's a lot. The Big 12 has certainly gotten themselves onto some stable footing. I Do I think they're anywhere close to the Big 10 or the SEC? I don't. But got to give Baylor some respect. Right. Got to give Iowa State some love, although half their team likes to gamble. Have you seen that? <laughs> Unbelievable. Lost the starting quarterback. Lost the starting running back. A little gambling. Mm. Got to love it. By the way, I didn't know they lost starting quarterback. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but like, hey, you can't play at all. Kurt Ferentz at Iowa made a good point though. He's like, 
Iowa and Iowa State are doing the quote-unquote investigation, he's like, if our players are doing it, like, let's be honest with ourselves. Probably other players around the country. Oh, for and sure. And I'd agree. For sure. Yeah. Uh, so Big 12's there. ACC, Florida State, they're stomping their foot. Get me out of the ACC. Want to go to the SEC. Want to go to the Big 10. Tired of seeing Florida. Uh, the Gators in Gainesville make $60 million a year in TV deals. We're making 30 But bottom line, they've been unable to get out of their grant of rights. ACC kicks the tires like, hey, should we add Cal or Stanford or both? Florida State, Clemson, North Carolina, NC State. They're like, not happening. Don't blame them. Cal sucks. Stanford's way out on a farm. Long ways away. You get my point. Yeah, get but hey, point. geography doesn't matter. No, not no. Especially in the Big Ten. No. By the way, I think that's a SEC commissioner. I think that's a big talking point for the SEC now. Everybody's talking about how college athletics is getting destroyed by there's no geographical conferences, yeah, no, and yeah. the SEC has remained geographical. Right. You know, it kind of makes sense. But hey, hey, good on them. Um, finally, we hear in the most recent days, Pac-12's hired Oliver Luck, obviously Andrew Luck's dad. Mm. Andrew's not running out of money anytime soon, but apparently Oliver needs a couple pennies or two. So he's working for the Pac-12. Not real sure what's happened to George Killoff or Cleavoff, commissioner of the Pac-12. They say he's not working right now. He's not working. Yeah, hadn't been working for apparently a year. He's not involved in the discussions right now. Been what? removed from his post. Really? Essentially. And so all this talk. All right. Pac-4 is going to merge with the AAC. With or Excuse me. Four, five, six teams in the AAC. AAC is going to vote to dissolve. Okay. Let me tell you something. If Conference USA didn't dissolve with four schools left, the AAC ain't voluntarily dissolving. I agree. This isn't happening. No. And I don't think any league across the country is going to voluntarily dissolve. Because that's a lot of jobs just gone. Yeah. A lot of the people voting. Well, and why, voting themselves to not have a job. Why would Why would North Texas vote to dissolve so they could not have a league to play in? Yeah, like, they're not going to do no, that. East not Carolina's not going to do it. Temple's not going to do that. No. FAU knows they ain't got Lane Kiffin walking through the door. <laughs> Hope my kids aren't listening. I'm saying the word ain't a lot. They're not a big fan of that. Uh, but here's my thing. All right, the Pac-4 schools. Say they add a Boise State, a San Diego State, maybe a Fresno State from the Mountain West. You come to the eastern portion of the United States, SMU's begging to get out of the AAC. They're tired of being associated with North Texas. Tulane made the run to the Cotton Bowl. They're like, you know what, let's go out west. Rice, real, real, real regular participant in the snoozer of the week. They're interested in going to the Pac-4. Memphis, probably so. USF, they think they're a Power 4, Power 5 program. And they think this conglomerate of teams will be the fifth automatic qualifier for the college football playoff. Which the college football playoff will ultimately be torn up again. Yep. Now that we decided on the 12-team playoff. But I don't think that group of teams is a Power 5 league. Like, you can't sit here and tell me that Oregon State's carrying the wind on a Saturday night on ABC. Like, sorry, DJ Uigalele, I ain't tuning in. That's where he went. Yeah. Unbelievable. I'm not tuning in to watch Wazoo at SMU in front of 18,000 in Dallas. Not doing it. Shout out to Sonny Dykes for making SMU Dallas's team, but I'm not buying it. 
So what does this all mean? And this is where I'm going to bring you in. If the Pac-4 ultimately does add three or four from the Mountain West, they add four to six teams from the AAC, the AAC is obviously going to be looking for more teams. Conference USA is still, or the Mountain West is going to be looking for teams. I think, obviously, Utah, New Mexico State, they'd probably prefer to play in a league that's a little bit closer than Conference USA is currently set up to be. And I wonder if we finally do the right thing and say, you know what? The AAC, the Sun Belt, Conference USA, let's tear this puppy up. Let's get into some regional conferences. Let's all get similar TV deals. Because, listen, you're never going to sell me on the fact that Charlotte, the 49ers, are carrying the Charlotte market. You're never going to sell me on Temple carrying the Philadelphia market. You're just not selling me on that. So I think at this point, with where we're at in realignment, we're to the point where it needs to be the Sun Belt takes the Eastern Seaboard schools. The AAC decides they're going to take the middle tier Mm -hmm. geographically. Conference USA says, hey, we'll take Mississippi, Louisiana, Arkansas, and the state of Texas. And then we'll be, what, three bus leagues. We'll all have similar TV deals. And maybe, just maybe, our fans will be intrigued with our matchups on a Saturday afternoon or Saturday evening. Because you can't tell me if the AEC gets torn up by the Pac-4 that they're still going to be making $7 million a year. Just didn't happen, TV deal-wise. I think the G5 schools need to understand who they the are. The landscape. Yeah, and what the place is. Like, they're just not the SEC or the Big Ten. They're just not. not. So you have to be a little more creative in how you generate interest. Yes. Flying across the country to play a team that nobody's ever heard of ain't it. It's not the answer. It's not the answer. But there's this power struggle of wanting to be relevant. Ego. Yeah. Which, I mean, you got to have that to move All forward. All right, got to ask you this. I had this argument with Nick Brown a couple weeks ago in the sports company. Do you think the G5 schools, and hey, I might be in this boat. In fact, I'll be honest, I'm in this boat. Are scared to separate the Power 5 from the G5 and have a Power 5 playoff and a G5 playoff because if you do that, it feels like the G5 drops down a level. Yep. I think that's a big thing at play here. Because with this new 12-team playoff, as it's currently constructed, there's one G5 school that gets into the playoff. And you know what? If I'm being honest, I'm always going to dream that Louisiana Tech, the school that I graduated, is going to be that one team that one year. Just takes one year. You know what I'm saying? And I... Cincinnati, they made it into a four-team playoff as a G5 school. Like, they they reached the dream. Like, they accomplished the goal. I think that's a big reason why the G5 decision-makers are hesitant to say, you know what, we're going to go our own separate ways. Chip Kelly, UCLA head coach, used to be at Oregon, said, you know what, take the 64 Power 5 teams Divide them up 32-32, and meet in a 12-team playoff. The other 64 teams, divide them up, meet in the 12-team playoff. I, I 
don't think it's the worst idea in the world. I I I certainly I'll say this. If I think that is a better idea than Iowa State thinking they deserve to be on the same football field as Ohio State because they won the Big 12 and Ohio State won the Big 10. Cuz let's be honest, Big 10's a whole hell of a lot better than the Big 12. A lot going on in college athletics. A lot going on in college athletics. Real quick before we get to the break. Too legit to quit chimes in. It's weird because the G5 will never be equal to, but they're scared to be less than. It's a good point. Good point. Very good point. Let's go ahead and take our next time out. We come back from the break. We're diving in. Talk a little. Introduce. Who's going to introduce us to the players? See who you like, who you don't like. Who's is that, is that what you want to do? Yeah, because you've been in practice a little more than I have. Get to know this roster a little bit. Get to know the roster. I want to know who you're excited about. All right. Listen to Blue Tech Blue Radio Sports Talk 97.7. At Louisiana National Bank, you're more than just a number. You're part of a team. This is Smoke Harris with the Bulldogs. Louisiana National Bank is committed to making every interaction with its customers and communities an experience that's noticeably different and more exceptional than any they've ever encountered. If you're looking for a teammate to help you achieve your financial dreams, come see one of LMB's Uncommon Bankers or visit online at ln.bank. Equal Housing Lender. Member FDIC. Every day is game day at the dugout in Rustin. Warm up with our bases loaded nachos and fried pickles. Make the call to the bullpen for that home run chili cheeseburger combo. And our chicken wings and chicken strips, well, they'll make you feel like an all-star. And you have to try our new Texas tacos. Plus, the dugout has the best frozen daiquiris in town. That's the dugout 2008 Champions Way in Ruston at the Ruston Sports Complex. As summer comes to a close, you may have a kid heading off to school. That's a great reason for a complete car checkup from Walpole Tire and Service. They'll diagnose check engine lights and service everything from brakes to shocks and suspensions. And if that car needs tires, you'll find big rebates on the largest selection of name brand tires, including Goodyear, Bridgestone, Firestone, Continental, and more. Walpole Tire and Service, Ruston and West Monroe. Visit WalpoleTire.com. Hey, Tech fans, do you have a young Bulldog fan, eighth grade or under? Well, the Champs Kids Club, sponsored by Super One Foods, is perfect for you and your little Bulldog fans. It includes free admission to all Tech home regular season games, special Champs Kids Club only invites, and much, much more. Champs Kids Club memberships are on sale now. Call 318-257-3631 or go to latexsports.com backslash tickets. Bark away, Bulldog fans. It's almost go time at the Joe. How about them dogs? You gotta love it. Tech sports, that is. That's why there's Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. Bleed Tech Blue Radio, BC, Beck Haynes, John Tabor, Sports Talk, 97.7. I believe we got a text on the text line. Is that correct? Yep. Oh, Quint says, but that line of thinking shows how much of a bubble the G5 teams are in. The P5 already views the G5 school as less than them. 
Separating from the P5 will not hurt the G5 at all. Regional games and conferences are what the G5 is headed to. I agree. It's the way to generate interest. I mean, we had a lot of those discussions <laughs> last year. Hold on, though. What? Hold on. Hold on. My only argument, and, and listen, I, I just got done saying that I think regional games generate fan interest. At the same time, I'll say this. If you're a tech fan, tech supporter, what games get you to the stadium? ULL. ULM. Hmm. Okay? ULM and Tech hadn't played in like 25 years. Think they're scheduled to play in 2030. I'll have gray hair by then. But my point is, outside of those two, like, You've played North Texas for the last 10 years. Have you ever walked around Ruston and been like, man, I can't wait for the North Texas game on Saturday? <laughs> no. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, like, I'm not taking a shot at those schools. I just, I, I just don't know if the regional schedule also moves the needle as much as we might think. I think here's what moves the needle for but me. But it moves the, moves the needle more than Sam Houston State. No, here's what moves the needle. If you're good. True. If you're good. If you're six and two hosting Sam Houston State, you'll get a decent crowd. If you're three and seven and playing musical chairs at quarterback, you won't. Like nobody wants to see it. Right. Like I, right. I think that's what it boils down to. You're All right. right. Who, who you want to know? Also, it takes it takes the regional game. Now the world of gambling has changed. All this. It has. You know, that 9 p.m. game that you don't care anything about, you throw 10 bucks on the team with the best-looking jerseys. You're going to be up till 12.30. You're going to be up till 12.30. But at the end of the day, if ULL and Tech are playing each other, people in Ohio don't care. Nope. If Tech's playing an Ohio team, it's two to 300 people in Ohio care, yep. which is more than... Which I think, and we'll talk about in a sec, it's why the midweek games oh. probably create a little additional viewership. All right. Because of the gambling aspect. Let's get to know the teams, and then we're going to get into that, because I'm excited for that. All right, what do you want to know about the team? Hank right, Dogmeyer's uh, yeah, quarterback. When, when, did, when did Hank commit? Where's number 19? Committed uh, back in, I don't know, January, February. Yeah, we've been excited about Looks Hank. Looks solid. He's got some flow. Got some Cali swag to him. He's probably wishing he had a buzz cut right now, because it's yep. 115 degrees. Yep. Marquise Crosby's what? back at running back. Ran for nearly 1,000 a year ago. What, what it is with Tech and California quarterbacks? Gotta love him and Colby Cam. Last time we had one of those dudes worked out pretty well for us. No Colby Cam's listening. Shout out, brother. <laughs> He's definitely listening. Uh, so we're excited about Hank. That's my favorite position to talk about. Did you know that? Yeah, big quarterback. Hey, prop might be a team captain. Can you? I'm not going to say rock star. Okay, but can, am I allowed to say? Can I say the comparison you gave me for Hank? Sure. A tick below Jeff Driscoll. That's how talented he is. His arm, his arm is there, right? Yep. You love his arm. Beautiful deep ball. Not quite the runner that Jeff was, but he'll yep. still get out. He'll scoot. Jeff was an elite athlete. Yeah. But Tech fans, I mean, to have someone in that conversation. Game changer. Okay, just get on your knees not every a, single night and pray that Hank stays healthy. Not a quarterback you can win with. He's a quarterback you can win because of. Ben, I needed to hear that. Hope he's a team captain or you might turn it hurt. Hey, what I've heard from the guys, they love him. Yeah, they do. No, he's a good kid. I think he's got some humble leadership of just not a big ego. Humble checked leadership's it, perfect. Checked it at the door and just said, guys, I'm not used to being here. Where do I eat? Checked Where do it I in throw Boise. the ball to? Checked it in Boise. Checked it in Boise. Yeah, I think Tech should be good offensively. Deep. Do you know the story about what, why, why he left Boise? Do you yes. know that? I don't. His offensive coordinator was fired. Said, I'm tired of changing offensive yeah, coordinators every him. year. We'll see you. Good. Sayonara. Glad he's here. Uh, defensively, Tech's going to be, listen, no, let's talk, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep this organized because you're gonna start rambling. Let's talk about the 
the new guys on the team. So you got Hank. Off. We'll start with stay on offense right now. All right, Tyree Shelton at running back should be a key piece. Miami of Ohio transfer adds some speed to the offense. Okay. Uh, Are we talking really, about quick speed, breakaway speed, sustained speed? Talking about you get him on a sideline. Not like Smoke, who's going to get through the no, crowd fast, but then he's going to slow no, down about is, five to seven miles is, an hour. This is that old Louisiana speed. Right. It's called Bayou. I like it. All right. Uh, that's really the, the two pieces on offense. Uh, Dakotas Crawford was obviously added from Nebraska. He's a younger player. Maybe six weeks into the year, he starts to emerge as more of a piece at receiver. But really, offensive line-wise and at the skill positions receiver-wise, guys you're familiar with, Cyrus Allen, uh, True Edwards transferred in last year from Hawaii. Of course, the son of Troy Edwards, Kyle Maxwell, Julian Lewis had a big game at Clemson a season ago. Smoke Harris, obviously, back. So, Is this Smoke's seventh year? Sixth. Eighth? Yeah, okay. Uh, you want to switch to the defense? No, I want to ask you one question before we switch. You've been, you've been a little higher on the, the starting O-line this year. Is yeah, that true? I think it'll be really good. You're concerned a little bit about depth? Yes. Which, and I think let's I, be honest. You're going to need G5 it. schools, if you got two starting offensive lines. You're an anomaly. You're an anomaly. So Listen, I, I, there's there's, a, that's, that's natural. Here's but. what I'll say about the depth on the offensive line. Like you said, it's an anomaly if you got 10 deep. But it's inevitable at some point you'll probably suffer an injury up front. At the same time. I think the pieces that are with the second unit, it's not a lack of talent, it's a lack of experience. How do you get experience? You, you get thrown into the fire. Yeah. And so, you know, if you throw a guy into the fire, he struggles game two, game three, game four, maybe by game five he's ready to go. Yeah. But the problem is you had to go through the growing pains. Right. But it's part of the position. So you, that's that's good to hear. The best offensive line unit we've had in a few years, because that's been a problem. All the way back to 2019. Wow, love to hear it. Love Dakota White, love Carson Bruno. Carson Bruno. Got to get him back in studio this year. Going to play in the NFL. You think? That's a young sophomore that's got three more years to start. Let me tell you something. He's a football player. He's coming back in the studio. We had him last year. He's a football player. Loves him some footyball. Yeah. All right. Defense. Defensively, listen. New, new, start with new. How long you got? Ugh. A lot of new faces Six on minutes. defense. Tech added 20 transfers. 20. Rough, roughly this past offseason, I would bet 17 are on defense. 16, 17 on defense. Hey, I, I'm not mad. No, second to worst run defense in the country a year ago. Had to get better at the defensive line spot. You've added Ezekiel Durham Campbell from Lenore Ryan. Six foot five, 240 pounds. He can really get off the edge. Uh, Jaden Gray was added from Iowa State. You added Rayson Williams from SFA, of course, familiar with Scott Powers' scheme. Uh, you've added David Blay from a Division II school in Pennsylvania. You've added, uh, looking at the linebacker position, you've added Jeslord Botang from Akron. You've added Colby Fields from LSU. You've added Zach Zemos from Arkansas. You look at the secondary, my favorite addition in the secondary, at the nickel spot, Demarcus Griffin Taylor. He's about five eight, one seventy five. But let me tell you something. He loves to play football. Come hit you in the run game, and then of course at safety, Miles Hurd, an All Conference safety transfer from SFA. Of course, familiar with Scott Power scene. Scott Power scheme. Also failed to mention at linebacker Brevin Randall, also a transfer from SFA. You liked our linebacker group this year. I think they're going to be 
tremendously it, improved. They're just faster. Like that, that's what it boils. Which they're, even with Grubbs, like Grubbs was a football player, but he wasn't fast to the outside. No, Grubbs likes to play in a phone booth. Like if you had, if you had to go outside the tackle, he probably wasn't going to run you down. I'll say this: I said this the other day on the Bleed Tech Blue Take Drive Forum. You can get us nine ninety five a month. I don't think Grubbs starts for this defense, and I'm not really. Saying, and I'm not saying Grubbs is a bad player, but I think they went out and got some guys that can play. And, and when I say they can go sideline to sideline, you want to watch Colby Fields run sideline to sideline, turn his high school film on. Like he can flat go. He's fast. Uh, he's the best player on the field when he takes the field. Like he, t- you remember the Grubbs game where he made twenty tackles in yeah. Southern. Like that's what Fields is, but it's every play. Like it, it's just all over the place. Navigates traffic, can really play. Coaches love him. He's a football player. I think the defense will be better. Now, we're going to back. We didn't, we didn't really have anywhere to go but up. No. But before we get to this break, we're going to talk about the schedule. First things first, we're hosting FIU next Saturday night. Let me say this. This is a home opener. It's in August. It's going to be hot. I don't care if it's at 8 o'clock. It's going to be a little toasty. little humidity. Bring the fire truck out there. Keep the fans cool. We're building a north end zone facility. That's your last opportunity. Bring the fire truck out there. Oh. Create an atmosphere. Just hose them down? Yeah. Touchdown. Hey. Cool off up there. Get a little hot in here. You know what I'm saying? Make sure we got plenty of bottles of water. It's, you, you said it on the show with Sean before we, we got on here. It ain't no 2.30 Grambling game a few years no, ago. Not going to be that hot, but it'll be toasty. It'll be shady. Hey, you know how we joke around about the Pac-12 after dark? Yeah. Like, it's it's a joke, but it's kind of a thing. Yeah. Like, make it a fun atmosphere. Like, there might be 15,000 people there, but make it electric. Like, have your lights set up to really roll in the Joe when you score. Here's the thing I like about the 8 o'clock game, because if you're there, you I mean, the kids are, like, you're there. Yeah. These people ain't leaving as no. half. It's no, like, you're not. I'm here. You got nowhere to go. I got. I already got the babysitter. Yeah, you ain't got no. You don't have anywhere to go. All right, I got to ask you this before we get to the break. We'll pick the schedule after the break. New teams in conference USA. Can you tell me New Mexico State's mascot? Colonials. No, they're the Aggies. Oh, good I knew call. That. I knew that. Uh, give me Liberty's mascot. Uh, hmm. You don't know Lynchburg, no. Virginia's mascot. American flag. Yeah, it's called the Flames. The Flames. Yes. They're the Flames. Yes. <laughs> Gotta love it. Uh, Sam Houston. November 11th, home game, homecoming, 2 p.m. I feel good about this one. All right. The, the Gophers. Nope, they're the Bearcats with a K. BC, I think Beck would manage to be the first person to ever lose a mascot challenge <laughs> on Sports Company. Back, Taves. I think he I've would be too. To I think he would be too. All I right. mean, we're like we're like two hundred thirty-seven thousand for two hundred thirty-seven thousand. Taves, what is he doing? The Gophers? Hey, I felt good about it. All right, Jacksonville State, final new team into the league. Broncos. Nope. We're gonna give you a little bit of a hint. Okay, now you stumped me. They share a mascot with a team in the SEC East. Tigers. With a snake at quarterback that you can't stand. A, a snake? Yeah. I'm out, Taves. Hush your mouth. The quarterback is a snake. A snake. SEC. Yep. East Coast team. Fighting. They don't play in North Carolina. They, they play in them. South Carolina. Oh! They fight them. The South Carolina. The Gamecocks. Yes, Jacksonville State Gamecocks. Gamecocks. You're so back. 
You are so back. Let's go ahead and take our next time out. We come back from the break. We're picking wins. We're picking losses. 7 o'clock. Head coach of the dogs, Sonny Cumbie, will join us to listen to Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Sports Talk 97.7. Hey, DQ fans, ready for Backyard Barbecue Bliss? One bite of that new Backyard Bacon Ranch Signature Stack Burger will send you there. Bacon, barbecue, and house-made Hidden Valley Ranch and onion rings pack full cookout flavor in just one burger. Only at participating DQ locations where happy tastes good. Hidden Valley is a registered trademark of the HV Food Products Company and used under license by AMDQ Corp. At Louisiana National Bank, you're more than just a number. You're part of a team. This is Anna R. Robertson with The Lady Texters. Louisiana National Bank is committed to making every interaction with its customers and communities an experience that's noticeably different and more exceptional than any they've ever encountered. If you're looking for a teammate to help you achieve your financial dreams, come see one of LNB's Uncommon Bankers or visit online at ln.bank. Equal housing lender member FDIC. It's bow time. Get fired up tonight because Bojangles has your family meal covered. Always scratch made, always by hand. Not in a microwave oven, but an oven oven. Biscuits baked 49 steps fluffy, chicken marinated 12 hours bold, iced tea steeped 12 minutes, and more fresh made fixings to choose from. We've got the cooking tonight so you can enjoy more time with your family and more home cooking for your money. Order your family meal on the app tonight. It's bow time. Check out the Courtesy Automotive family with Courtesy Direct. Click it, pick it, then come get it. From our floor to your door, that's Courtesy Direct at buycourtesy.com. Shop 24-7 online or at two lots filled with seven of the leading brands. Chevy, GMC, Buick, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep Ram, and Jeep. The Courtesy Automotive family off I-20, exit 86, north and south of the interstate in Ruston. Oh, Courtesy, a great place to buy a car. Want to find stuff out about tech sports your neighbor doesn't know? Keep it right here on Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. Bleed Tech Blue Radio, BC. Mick Ains, John Tabor. we got a few texts to get to. Of course, you can get us 888-993-7762. Will the People chimes in says, I was against the G5 playoff. Not now. Create a playoff that allows the G5 rep or reps to participate in the CFP, and then allows them to also participate in the G5 playoff. I think that's an interesting concept. Mm. Uh, really good thought, Will, the people. Donald and Monroe chimes in and says, and Beck calls himself a college football fan. He needs to be back in the deer stand where he belongs. Hey, Donald, sticks and stones, but listen, I am not upset about not knowing who Sam Houston State's mascot is. Go for I'm going to let it go. Joey and Little Rock, can't believe you haven't talked about Judy McLeod's master stroke of getting rid of the hyphen in Conference USA's name this summer. That was an epic move by Judy. I think I, think she, I missed this. Yeah, no longer C hyphen USA. We've inserted a star. I didn't know it was she ever. Was, she was C. sitting over a glass of wine. In her beautiful Said, robe. Time for change. Time for change. I love it. There you go. All right, let's get into picking the 2023. Right, before we do that. All right, let's hear it. Give, me, give us a sentence or two on right. offense, defense, special teams. You think better? From I mean, obviously, we think all three are probably going to be better. It's yeah. Cumbie's second year. You need to see a jump. Yep. This is this is Cumbie's year to really prove himself. I'll give him, 
I'll give him some grace for last year. Being your first year head coach, I've never been a head coach. I I can just imagine stuff. You got a lot of moving parts. I get it. But you got a little routine now. Yep. So things are going to be a little better. Offense, aside from just the obvious upgrade at quarterback, as a whole, you think. I think the offense is going to be so much better because of the addition of Hank. Like, I, I mean. Listen, it's like I just said. He's not a quarterback you can win with. He's a quarterback you can win because of, and I think that makes the entirety, really, of your roster better because they have confidence in the signal caller. Like, Beck, you got to go to 2019 oh, yeah. since Tech's had a quarterback that, like, the roster believed and when, in. And when you're going to – which I know I didn't go any practices this year, but, like, when, you, when you're reading the stuff – as a team, if you they they know like if you don't exactly. have if you have two quarterbacks you don't have one they know that yeah and and at our level it's not it's not two Heisman potentials it's somebody's not good enough and so the other guy's still got a chance like that's what you're looking well, well, at so well, for for them to come out of camp this year and be like man we got a dude well and I think too you know if you have deficiencies on your offense which really every team across the country has a deficiency somewhere whether it's offense defense special teams I think. If you know that you have the quarterback in your back pocket to say, hey, if so-and-so goes down offensively, we still got, in Tech's case, we still got Hank at quarterback. Right. Like, we're going to be fine. Yeah, you, you know, he can he can lift others up around him. That's you, what I'm you saying. You go down 10 points at the end of the third quarter, you're not out of the game. No, right? like, you're like, all right, like, we need one stop and our offense can score. So that, that's kind of where all I'm right. at. Defense, obviously, is much improved. A lot I, of I just think defense is more athletic. And, and when you're more athletic, I think that, like, you're going to make mistakes, whether it's scheme-wise or, you know, assignment-wise. But I think when you're more athletic, you can cover up some of those things. Like, if your D-back's two steps faster than he maybe was a year ago, it's like, all right, I got beat on the deep ball, but it might not be a touchdown this year if you underthrow it. Right. Like, you're, you're still not going to – you know what I'm saying? Like, you just got a chance – or it's like, all right, that's not a 70-yard touchdown anymore. We tackled him after a gain of 25, and we get to start over. How concerned are you about just all the new faces taking a little time to gel? We're going to ask Sonny Cumbie about that. I think that's the most difficult thing to do in this world of college football. But even last year, it's like, I mean, it was a new coach, new guys last year. I mean, you, you dealt with that. We were an awful I, defense I, last year. I but... think you're going to deal with it every year. Okay. I don't think it's ever... Not, uh, not as big of an issue for you. I, I'm not saying it's not a big deal, but I'm saying, like, th- that's the world we're in now. Like, every year you're going to have 35, 40, 45 new guys, and it's like... And Coach Cumbie talked about this at Conference USA Media Days. It's like, that's where you rely on Smoke Harris. That's where you rely on Deshaun Hall. That's where you rely on Hugh Davis, guys that have been in the program. And you're not necessarily asking them to necessarily be the most vocal guy in the world as far as, like, no, you're doing it this way. It's like, like follow me. Like, this is how we do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and so, like, you have to hope that those transfers fall in line quickly because I, I think that, you know, you're going to – like, Hank Bachmeyer is going to settle in scheme-wise. Like, and if Hank Bachmeyer didn't take enough time in the summer – to get on the same pages as his receivers, that's on him. Right. But, like, it's not like Sonny Cumbie can't put him in positions to be successful. Right. Because we saw last year, like, the offense at times was like, wow, this is really good. Wow, Coach Cumbie can feature this guy. He can get this guy open, this guy open with his scheme. Scott Power, it's like, he had the linebacker in the hole. It's like I said, Grubbs can play in a phone booth. But, like, if if you can't shuffle to the left two steps and make the tackle – well, was it the scheme or was it the player? You get what I'm saying? I'm not bashing players, but what right. I'm saying is when you got better talent, you can cover up for deficiencies or where you might not have made the play a season ago. 
Special teams looks like Baby Barnes going to be handling 40 yards and in. Yeah. Buck Buck's going to come in. He's going to be uh, 50% from over 40. He was 71% last year. Go ahead. But the dude is booting the kickoffs. Yeah. Buck's a man. All right. We're good. Still some oh, questions special, at punter. Yeah. And we uh, hope, I really hope and pray we got the old offensive line figured out on the kickoff, kick field goal unit. Yeah. 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 Can't have like, any blocks. Can't have that many blocks. All right. All right. Let's get into it. Season opener. Next Saturday night at home against FIU. Uh, we'll go Beck, Tapes, BC in that order. Uh, I'm writing them down. Beck, go ahead. All right, FIU, I don't know much about them. Looks like they're the golden fish mascot. I am... Calling the Panthers. Uh, are we Are we super... What? Make your pick. I, mean, I think we get a dub. All right, Tapes, what you got? It's a dub. I got a dub by two touchdowns. I, I'll be honest, I don't think it's close. Are they are they terrible? They're not terrible. They beat us last year, a year ago in Miami in overtime. Uh, but We're I, better. I don't think okay. this game's close. Week two at SMU. Yeah. Huge swing game for me. A swing game? Yeah. If you win this game, oh. your expectations really, I'm not going to say go through the roof, but your expectations go from maybe seven wins to nine. To like, co- you, to you prove how talented. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Uh, I think Dyke's still there. Now he's at TCU. Uh, Made the college football playoff last year. Just kidding, Ben. Gosh. Uh, yeah, this is we're probably going to lose this one, but uh, it'll be close. All right, tapes. It's in Dallas. Yep. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's a nail. That's an 11 a.m. kickoff in Dallas it's on hot. September the 2nd. It's going to be hot. Yeah, I got an L on that one as well. Back home, Northwestern State. Heard a fireworks shows planned after it. Uh, I'm kidding, guys. All right, Northwestern. Bum whooping, yeah, win. Dub. Yeah, dubs across the board. Uh, another swing game for me. Home game, September the 16th. An old, filthy Conference USA rival, the North Texas. What are they? Mean Green. Yeah. Uh, who was their quarterback? Joe. Mason Fine. He's yeah. playing in the CFL. He I turned is. on some CFL the other day. He's he was a dicing them up. Little chicken nugget at 5'6". Who's, who's their quarterback now? Uh, not J.D. Head. Yeah. Uh... Possibly Chandler Rogers transfer from ULM, ironically. Uh, I think we got a dub here. Okay, okay. Dub. It's a huge game for me. I, I think Tech wins this one. Like, I know that North Texas ran Tech off the field last year, and for some reason, I know there's a lot of new faces on defense, but they're not giving up 400 yards on the ground. On the road, at Nebraska, 25th year anniversary of Troy Edwards going for 21 catches, 405 yards at in Lincoln. A little disrespectful that they haven't established a time yet. I kind of feel like we're waiting to be on their schedule. But I'm going to go loss here. Okay. Blowout or? Uh, I don't think the time's going to matter. 31-17. That feels a little. They're not going to take us seriously, Tapes, and we're going to hang around. <laughs> yeah, Tapes. It's a nail. Listen, here's the thing. I Anytime you're playing a Power 5 program, new head coach, Matt Rule did his thing in the NFL. Well, didn't really do his thing in the NFL. He's pretty terrible. If this game was week one, week two, I think Czech would have a chance to sneak up on them. Yeah, they're going to be. I think they'll be. I don't know if they'll be clicking, but they'll be playing better football. Uh, Is Martinez still quarterback? Yeah. Yeah. Adrian Martinez is still a quarterback. Yeah. He's like year nine. Uh, The following Friday, another long road trip. Like I said, on a Friday night, this is where we get into some of the midweek games at UTEP. UTEP's a snoozer fest normally. A lot of people are high on Dana Demel. I don't see it. UTEP on the road. 
This is going to be a tough one, and this this is a this is an important game for me because I think we will lose versus Western Kentucky next week, and I really don't want to go on a three game losing streak. Uh, I think Cumbie's got the dogs ready, but it's going to be a close one. Barnes wins it in a field goal. Baby Barnes, Tate, what you got? I'm not as optimistic. L L. Man, I, I'm like you, Beck. Like this is a this that's is, a big one. It's a pivotal you game need- on a short week, back to back long road trips. Gonna be, it's going to be a low-scoring affair. I'm going to say a loss. Okay. All right. Following Thursday, loss. another short week, home game, Conference USA favorite, Western Kentucky. Uh, Beck, you got a loss. Yeah, but here's my hope. I hope that we've played some good football and that we're we're optimistic well. and excited. Yeah, I like, like this is a this is Need this, a good crowd. We need a crowd. We need a little buzz around I think it's game. a nail, but I'm going to smash the over. Ooh. Agree, Tapes. Agree. I'm going to say an upset dub. Like, I don't know I like, why. I like it. I, like I, it. I don't think Tech lo- – like, I, and here's what I'm going back to. I remember 2016 at home. It was a Thursday night game against Western Kentucky, and Tech found a way to win 55-52 on a late sack from Jalen Ferguson. The late, great Jalen mm. Ferguson. They're going to find a way to get it done. In front of a national audience on ESPN2, ESPNU, but like you said, smash the over. All right. Thursday game against Western Kentucky, quick turnaround Tuesday Ooh, game. That is quick. Tuesday game on the road at Middle Tennessee. There'll be nobody there. It'll be tra- it's got trap game written all over it. All over it. How, is Middle Tennessee any good? Uh, pick, pick third in the league. Take was pick fourth. Loss. Do you know when Middle's playing the week before? I do not. Loss. That's a, a good dub. That's a tough stretch. Tape's got a dub. That's a tough stretch. That is a very tough stretch. I'm going to take an L. Okay. Uh, back home the following Tuesday, New Mexico State. W. Bounce back. Dub, but it's tight. I got a dub, too. Ain't no Aggies coming to the Joe handling us on Greek night. Forget about Greek it. Greek night. <laughs> at Liberty. <laughs> back to Saturday on November the 4th at Liberty. I think Liberty's a little bit overrated, but this is a tough road trip. I got yeah, an L. L. What are we, 10 games Ooh. in? Yeah. Some 5-5. Five and five. Yeah, you are. What you got, Beck? I like it. First game in November. Give me a dub. I like it. All right, at home against the Sam Houston State Gophers. It's homecoming at the Joe. I got a dub. Dub. We don't spell Bearcats with a K around here. That's a dub. All right, final game of the year on the road. Sneaky Jacksonville State team. Rich Rod in year two, head coach of the Gamecocks. They went 9-2 and two a season ago. Uh, don't know if... Hey, listen, potentially, this is the difference between going to a bowl game and not going to a bowl game. Yeah. Here's my concern. I'm scared Jacksonville State's going to want this one a little more than us. Possibly. But Hank's healthy. He's slinging it. That's a dub. Dub for the dogs. We keep uh, Jacksonville State from becoming bowl eligible. Y'all got dub. Yep. Beck's got seven and five. Tabe's got seven and five. I got seven and five. There we go. Let's go ahead and take our next time out. We come back from the break. Head coach of the Bulldogs, Sonny Cumbie, will join us. You'll listen to Bleed Tech Blue Radio, Sports Talk 97.7. At Louisiana National Bank, you're more than just a number. You're part of a team. This is Smoke Harris with the Bulldogs. Louisiana National Bank is committed to making every interaction with its customers and communities an experience that's noticeably different and more exceptional than any they've ever encountered. If you're looking for a teammate to help you achieve your financial dreams, come see one of LMB's Uncommon Bankers or visit online at ln.bank. 
Equal Housing Lender, member FDIC. Every day is game day at the dugout in Ruston. Warm up with our bases loaded nachos and fried pickles. Make the call to the bullpen for that home run chili cheeseburger combo. And our chicken wings and chicken strips, well, they'll make you feel like an all-star. And you have to try our new Texas tacos. Plus, the dugout has the best frozen daiquiris in town. That's the dugout 2008 Champions Way in Ruston at the Ruston Sports Complex. As summer comes to a close, you may have a kid heading off to school. That's a great reason for a complete car checkup from Walpole Tire and Service. They'll diagnose check engine lights and service everything from brakes to shocks and suspensions. And if that car needs tires, you'll find big rebates on the largest selection of name brand tires, including Goodyear, Bridgestone, Firestone, Continental, and more. Walpole Tire and Service, Ruston and West Monroe. Visit WalpoleTire.com. How about them dogs? Head coach Sonny Cumbie and company play six home games at the Joe this season, starting with a week zero matchup against FIU on August 26th. Season tickets are on sale now. Don't miss the high-flying action in Ruston. Call 318-257-3631 or go to latexsports.com backslash tickets today. Bark away, Bulldog fans. It's almost go time at the Joe. Injured in an accident? Call Creed and Creed in Monroe for local experienced representation. This is KNBB Dubach Rustin Monroe 97.7. You gotta love it. Tech sports, that is. That's why there's Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. Welcome back, Bleed Tech Blue Radio, BC, Beck Haynes, John Tabor, and joining us on the hotline, head coach of the Bulldogs, Sonny Cumbie. Coach, thanks for taking some time to join us. I know it's a busy time of year for you guys. Hey, I appreciate you guys having me on. Yeah, no, it is. We've uh, we've been uh, in fall camp about two and a half weeks, and, and so we uh, got another practice tomorrow, and, and so it has been. It's been a busy time, but it's a fun time of year. All right, Coach, we'll jump right into it. Can you talk – I mean, this is obviously your second year at the helm. Can you talk a little bit about where you are personally, mentally, and as a coach at the middle of August this year compared to the middle of August last year? Yeah, I think, you know, hopefully I feel a little more relaxed and, um, you know, definitely not um, letting off the gas by any means, but just a, little, a lot more relaxed in terms of the operation, everybody on the same page, everybody from – um, coaches and support staff all on the same page, understanding how we practice, um, where, where we're practicing, what we're doing. Um, you know, the routine of everything is, 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 uh, has been, you know, established in terms of how we do things from a staff standpoint to a player standpoint. And so all of those things allow you to, to, to focus more on our right, practice plans, allows you to focus more on your players, allows you to focus more on, you know, offensive preparation. And so that, that, I think from year one to year two, um, I think just being more relaxed about the whole operation and, and hopefully being in a better spot from that standpoint because um, you're not in such a hurry and a, a, uh, you're not, you know, feel like you have, you know, there's, there's urgency with what we do, um, but there's also now um, everybody understands what it is we're doing. And, and by that, I mean just, you know, our practice habits and, and, and the expectations of, of, of effort and the expectations of execution and um, everything that goes along with that, trying to, to win a lot of football games. 
And, and coach, you know, we, we talked so much about roster management and roster construction, and you, you talked a little bit about it at Conference USA Media Days with, you know, 40 new faces on your roster and, you know, how, how do you gel those guys? Do, do you feel like, just speaking in general to college football, do you feel like most years going forward, most programs will have 35, 40 new guys when you account for the high school guys that you sign plus the transfers that you'll inevitably add? Yeah, I do. I mean, I really do think that that's what's going to happen. You know, when you add in the high school kids and the transfers that you add, the transfers that you lose, um, you know, the, the, the fluid situation with our own roster and guys that leave and, and then, you know, needing to be replaced. And, you know, I, you know, I, you know the time will tell the season with our results. Um, um, but I do feel like, you know, on, in particular on defense, you know, we've upgraded our roster in a significant way um, with um, the transfer portal um, by, num- you know, bulk sheer numbers of the guys that we've gotten in here and, and the quality of guys. And, um, you know, so I, I do think that from year in to year out, you will see, you know, anywhere from 30 to, you know, to 40 guys in the terms of the transition of rosters from, from one season to the next. And um, you just hope that you can continue to grow and develop your classes through the high school ranks uh, for us, and then, uh, you know, sprinkle in some transfer guys. And you mentioned defensively. You guys have had a lot of new faces on that side of the ball, and getting to see those guys this fall, it's noticeable to my eyes that you've gotten much more athletic. you got much more team speed on that side of the ball. Is that kind of what your eyes are telling you? Uh, and was that really what the priority was on that side of the ball in the off season? Yeah, no, it is. We're, we're definitely more athletic on that side of the football. We're deeper um, on the defensive side of the football and more athletic, um, which we've got to play together as a unit better. Um, all those things give you an opportunity. And Coach Power and his staff have done a very good job of, of gelling that group. And so um, we definitely are. And it is a priority. We still have to get faster. You know, team speed on offense, defense, we have to get faster. Um, and I think that, you know, the name for us is going to be speed. We want to play with guys that can run. Um, I think you'll really see an improvement, too, I think, on special teams just because we have, you know, more depth, more solid quality depth that can give us help on special teams. So those units um, will be deeper. And, you know, and so I'm excited to watch our defense play. I think in the secondary we've added some guys that um, have experience in this system. And then um, Cecil Singleton is a year better and a year faster. Hugh Davis is practicing and playing a year better and a year faster. You know, Willie Roberts has done a very good job in this fall camp and, you know, and so I, I do think you know that we have we have upgraded ourselves on that side of the ball, and and so I'm excited to see, and I'm excited to be able to go against somebody different too, because you're at the point of camp where you're you're really tired of going against each other all the time, and so I can't, you know, we've been watching the FIU again, and it's been great being able to look and prepare for another opponent. Coach, aside from Jack Turner, your QB room looks uh, pretty different than last year. Can you talk about the guys in the room and and uh, what's got you excited about each of them? You know, Hank's done a really good job of coming in and learning um, and, and executing. And I think now he's he's refining his knowledge of the offense and then now tailoring it towards the game plans of, of what we're getting into now with FIU and extremely accurate. The thing that I think Hank does a, a job of a better job of that I, I, you know, for whatever reason, underestimated or just wasn't aware of, but he, he really does a good job of making plays with his feet outside the pocket um, when, when, when uh, you know, maybe the, the concept is covered. He can step up and keep plays alive and make accurate throws on the move. So does a great job with that. Evan Bullock, um, you know, a big tall kid from from Anna, Texas, throws the ball really well. Gets out of his hand with a quick release. Um, just needs more practice reps and throws a really good deep ball. Has a good touch and accuracy on it. 
Blake Baker is, is a taller, athletic kid also that, that moves very well for a big kid. Um, we've got to continue to work on his accuracy. Um, you know, of course, Jack has done just a phenomenal job. Um, a big, you know, he's he's been here and been in the system, and and uh, you know, there's probably not anybody that works any harder and is more dedicated and committed to our program than him. Um, and and his results and his improvement have shown that also. Um, so excited about those four guys. Brandon Strickland, a kid who walked on in the spring, um, has a very strong arm, very live arm, and uh, has done some good things. And you have Reed O'Dell, um, who came to us from Houston as a walk-on, and then Jay Osborne from Ruston High. Um, and both of those guys haven't gotten as many reps, um, but I do think that both of those guys um, have, have, have helped our football team, and they will help our football team. You know, speak, speaking back to Hank, obviously he comes to Tech with 29 career starts under his belt. Uh, you, you've been around in college football a long time. You've coached a lot of quarterbacks. You've been around quarterback play your whole life. Is, is there anything you can substitute for that that game experience in terms of just being able to settle in and, like you said, study a game plan, execute a game plan, uh, not not kind of get fluttered when, when things might go wrong and really just continue uh, to lead his team? Is there any substitution for that much game experience? There really isn't, and, and that's that's one of the things that, you know, that Hank, Hank brings is his experience, and, and you said it. I mean, 29 games that he started, he, he's, he's uh, prepared for 29 game plans. He's gone Monday through game day, you know, learning and uh, digesting a game plan and, and applying it to a defense that he's had to prepare for, and he's seen so many different defensive looks. And so there really isn't. You try to you try to substitute it in, in, in terms of the volume of reps that you can get in the spring or you can get in the fall camp, but until a guy gets in the game, the lights are on and the bullets are flying and you see how he responds. Um, and so I think that experience brings a lot of confidence to our offense and to our football team and, um, you know, and, and to Hank. Coach, this year, this obviously the schedule is just a little bit different, starting with Week Zero, who, I mean, Ben and I couldn't be more excited. I love a Week Zero game. I think you get a lot of exposure and a lot of hype early on. But also in October you have so the Tuesday-Thursday game. Can you talk a little bit about – uh, that from your perspective and how that affects y'all's preparation and, and how the team feels about um, just not playing every Saturday. Yeah, you know, I think that uh, it'll be an exciting October because we'll get to play midweek games. I hope we have great home crowds on a Thursday night. Um, it's a great college night, typically really everywhere in the country that's a college town, and that's what, you know, Ruston is. A college, it's a great college town, and hopefully we'll have a great turnout from our students and in, in North Louisiana, um, and then also our Tuesday night game where we host New Mexico State. So I'm excited that our fans will be here. I'm excited that our team will get to be on display for a national audience. And, and so that, that, I think, is exciting for our players as well. Week zero, um, you really felt the crunch of it, you know, when you have one less week in the summer um, in July to prepare. Um, but, but I think our staff handled it. Our players have done a great job. Coach Scholes prepared our team very well in terms of being able to condition in the heat. Um, and so I'm, I'm, I'm excited. It's the first time that I've ever been a part of a week zero season. Um, and October we have our plans already laid out and, and, you know, and so at least we're starting with a plan and then you always adjust it just based upon, you know, the health of your football team, the psyche of your football team and, and, and you know, how the flow of the season, um, and when it gets to October. But, you know, it'll be, a, you know, we play Nebraska on the 23rd and we come Friday night. And that's really those next three games are going to be a big stretch for our team because we play on a Friday night against a very, very, very good team in El Paso at UTEP Thursday night at home versus Middle Tennessee, or excuse me, Western Kentucky, which is, is uh, you know, we, we know they're a great team. So they did at South Alabama in the New Orleans Bowl. And then we play that next Tuesday at Middle Tennessee, which 
um, you know, they're there. You saw what they did to San Diego State, and and so those three those three games there are going to be a big stretch for our team. Last question, we'll let you get out of here. Who are one or two players that fans might not know right now, uh, but you feel like you know maybe by the end of the season will become household names here in Ruston? Well, I think I think one of them on defense will be number eight, Demarcus Griffin Taylor. Um, I think that um, his his uh, tenacity with what he plays with, he flies around extremely fast. He came to us from Houston. Um, he played some in the slot there for them um, as a nickelback, and he plays nickelback for us. He plays corner for us. He's going to help us on special teams. He's going to make a lot of plays, um, and he's a very physical player. You know, just for for a kid that's not as big as some. Um, and then I think on offense, a guy that has a chance is is, a, is our tight end Ryan Rivera, um, number thirty four. I think that he's a guy that came from Cal Poly. He's got you know one year to play, and and I think that um, you know hopefully both of those guys by the end of the season, you know, a lot of people will be talking about them um, around Ruston and, and elsewhere. Lots of, lots of great stuff tonight, Coach. I know you all got a lot of preparation in, in advance for the game next Saturday night against FIU. Thank you for taking some time out of your night and uh, joining us here on Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Hey, man, appreciate you guys for having me on. I appreciate the coverage, and we're looking forward to a great Saturday night, August 26th in the Joe. Thanks, Coach. Appreciate it. Head coach. Head coach Sonny Cumbie joining us on the hotline tonight. Beck, I think I took away a couple of things. Um, First, your question to him about biggest difference from last year to this year. You can just tell talking to him. Much more relaxed. And that's the thing I've said at the Bleed Tech Blue message boards. And it's not so much like he said. It's like not like you're preparing less, but it's just you you're know what you're doing. You're a little more You're probably not as worried and anxious about other things. How that, things are going to go. Yeah, or right. just a little bit of an expectation. I mean, I can't. When, doing Bleed Tech Blue and, and getting to know the coaches and the players, like you really just you cannot fully grasp um how full time of a job this is and and just the amount of things you think about cover at what you're responsible for i mean it's the reason there's a hundred coaches on staff like i get it i really yeah. get it and so for him this is this is i just can't imagine the the relief of just being in your second year even if it's just having somewhat of a schedule that you do or don't well and that you know year. your players right. know what they're going to do like it's not a it's not so much anymore. It's like I need to check my schedule to see. It's more routine. It's more. This is how we do things. This is how you know what I'm saying. Yep. And I yep. think that leads to so many more guys beyond Sonny Cumbie, beyond his coaching staff. It's just much more of a comfort level that can allow you to go out on a Saturday and just play football. And you know that the players feel that too. And so this this is the type of thing that can make a difference in those overtime games and yes, and those absolutely. close games or just a little mistake at the end, being a little jittery. So I I, th- I I expect this team to be a little more polished this year. Yes, and um, you you'll see it on the sideline. Um, you'll see it in transitions, and uh, I think it's it's going to be fun to watch. And I also thought it was interesting. October, we were a month and a half out from October. They've got their weeks planned out already. And that's not to say that you don't have your weeks planned out, you know, for Saturday games. But, like you said, like, that's a Saturday, a Friday, a Thursday, a Tuesday. Four games in about 23 days, probably, 22 Mm -hmm. days. Mm -hmm. Like, that's a quick turnaround. It's a lot of football in a little bit of time. And like you said, you might have to alter some things. But I'm sure that's a comfort to the players, knowing, like, all right, we're good. Yeah, Like, we're good. We know how we're going to get through this. Uh, excited to have Sonny Cumbie on the show. Excited to have Sonny Cumbie back for year two as the head coach of the Bulldogs. And, and expecting a really fun season on the gridiron for Louisiana Tech. Let's go ahead and take our final timeout. We come back. We'll put a bow on episode one. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio Sports Talk 97.7.
Every day is game day at the dugout in Rustin. Warm up with our bases loaded nachos and fried pickles. Make the call to the bullpen for that home run chili cheeseburger combo. And our chicken wings and chicken strips, well, they'll make you feel like an all-star. And you have to try our new Texas tacos. Plus, the dugout has the best frozen daiquiris in town. That's the dugout 2008 Champions Way in Rustin at the Rustin Sports Complex. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, where you'll find seven of the leading brands, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram. Two pre-owned lots, local qualified service departments you can rely on. You can shop 24-7 online at buycourtesy.com for all seven brands plus pre-owns. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, Rustin. At Louisiana National Bank, you're more than just a number. You're a part of a team. This is Anna R. Robertson with The Lady Texters. Louisiana National Bank is committed to making every interaction with its customers and communities an experience that's noticeably different and more exceptional than any they've ever encountered. If you're looking for a teammate to help you achieve your financial dreams, come see one of LNB's Uncommon Bankers or visit online at ln.bank. Equal housing lender member FDIC. As summer comes to a close, you may have a kid heading off to school. That's a great reason for a complete car checkup from Walpole Tire and Service. They'll diagnose check engine lights and service everything from brakes to shocks and suspensions. And if that car needs tires, you'll find big rebates on the largest selection of name brand tires, including Goodyear, Bridgestone, Firestone, Continental, and more. Walpole Tire and Service, Ruston and West Monroe. Visit WalpoleTire.com. Hey, DQ fans, ready for backyard barbecue bliss? One bite of that new backyard bacon ranch signature stack burger will send you there. Bacon, barbecue, and house-made Hidden Valley Ranch and onion rings pack full cookout flavor in just one burger. Only at participating DQ locations where happy tastes good. Hidden Valley is a registered trademark of the HV Food Products Company and used under license by AMDQ Corp. Don't have time to keep up with Louisiana Tech sports the way you'd like to? No worries, just listen to Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. Bleed Tech Blue, your home for all things Louisiana Tech athletics. Of course, you can get us this final segment, 888-993-7762. Will, the people chimes in. When's the last time Nebraska had a winning season in football? Beck? I tried to look What would you up. be your guess? Uh, stat guy starts next week. Okay. You have the answer? Mm-hmm. How did you find it? Good at what I do. Uh, back when uh, – who was the who was their quarterback that was decent back then? I don't know. This is going to be like 2007. Nope. 13? 16. Ooh, that was way off. Who was it? They went 9-4 and four in 2016. Oh. Not sure who the old quarterback was. I feel but, like they uh, may have had somebody. You know, my dad was a big Nebraska fan. Was he? Yeah. Go Big Red. Used to watch it all the time growing up. I never understood why. 2016 Nebraska quarterback was Tommy Armstrong Jr. That's who it was. Yeah, big Tommy Armstrong guy. <laughs> yeah. uh, you want to know where Tommy Armstrong went to high school? Tell at? me. I hope he's listening because he'll appreciate this. Cibolo Steel High School in San Antonio, Texas. Is it supposed to mean something? Home of one Matt Nelson. No. Wow. That's how you knew that. Shout out, Nelly. All right, we've got a lot of questions about the obvious here. Uh, 
Hank's got a head full of hair. Okay. Sure does. Is it my dream that both that we get a picture of Hank and Cumby both wearing visors on the sideline? It is. Ain't happening. Ain't happening. Remember He's, our first question we ever talked to Sonny Cumbie was, is he a visor guy? Yeah, I mean, I think it's important to know the answer to that. I th- clearly thought he was a visor guy. I cannot believe he's not a visor guy. Maybe, he's got the perfect lens Maybe he for is it. this year. Got to change something up. I mean, Hank's a, Hank's a name, okay? Do we got do we got nicknames? Is, have you been hearing anything on the practice field? The only nickname I've ever heard for Hank. You got like Hurricane Hank? Yep. Really? The only one I've ever heard. Not out of is the practice too soon? field. Not out at the practice field. I heard it when they went on the road. Boise State at Florida State. He was a true freshman. Game got moved due to a hurricane. Oh, I was going to say, man. And he lit up personal. the nose. Lit him up. Won the game. They called him Hurricane Hank, huh? I don't know if that necessarily fits in Russ. You think old Dolphin calls him Hanky Panky? Possibly. Huh. Hammer and Hank. I think that's obvious. I don't know if Hank Aaron would agree or disagree. I mean, he's got it. I just feel like there's some room here. Text us if you got any ideas. What's the number? Triple eight nine nine three seven seven six two. You heard it there. Text us if you got any ideas for nicknames for Hank. You think <laughs> Hank knows the right poems if you play good? Might need to let him know. I'll let him know. Uh, Might need to try to get Hank in the studio. Let's let him prove himself. He's got some stuff. Fair enough. Him. Fair enough. You want to get some players in the studio this year? I do. I really enjoyed that last year. I think that was a, a nice. I guess that's NIL that's letting us do that. They can't. They, they can't ask us to not to not do it. So we just do it. It's a pretty good addition. I, I thought it. Listen, hey, I, we're I, generating some interest. I think in this era of college football, I, I say this era of college football like ninety-two times in ninety minutes changes every year. But used to, I would say eighteen to twenty-two year olds. <laughs> I know you love that line. All right, these are 18 to 22-year-old kids, okay? But I think it's more important than ever that you get your players in front of your fans. Oh. Whatever way that you can do it with so many new faces. With so many new faces. You put them at the Super ones. I'll say this. I'll give Louisiana Tech so much credit. Have you seen some of the mic'd up stuff they've done this fall? Yeah, I actually. It's been tremendous. It's been better. Well, it's like my the, favorite th- my apps NFL college little league. My favorite thing about being mic'd up is how quickly they tell people they're mic'd up. <laughs> yes. I'm mic'd up today. I'm mic'd up. I don't say nothing. I'm mic'd up. <laughs> yeah. That is great. But, you know, you you talked about the mic'd up aspect. Like I think it's huge because it's like you see like Jake Brown, receiver coach, offensive coordinator was mic'd up at a practice. You see that on Twitter. Then you see him on the sideline, it's like, oh, I've heard a little bit about this guy. I might can relate to how he coaches or how he talks to his players or like he's just like, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I think those things oh, are important. You, you just it's the same thing. I like we I watched that quarterback documentary. I didn't care about Kirk Cousins. No. I got three jerseys on order right now. Yeah. I like the guy. I'll never like Kirk Cousins. Shut I don't, up. I'll you never don't. I'll never watch the documentary because I don't want to like him. Oh, you will like him. Uh, he's called. I call him. You will love. Him. I call him C minus. That's fine, but you will love him. He is a tough dude. You know who else is tough? Is Hammer and Hank. <laughs> I don't like Hammer and Hank. We Hurricane gotta, Hank. 